Well, Derek, there's a reason we call it death files and taxes. It's because I got a whole load of stuff that I just need to list, and I haven't been doing it. Well, Adam, you're not alone. That's why people are listening right now. I know that they're just tiptoeing around their death files all around their houses and apartments. It's real fun to buy, but it kind of stinks to sell. So what can I do about it, buddy? Well, you're in luck. Uh, we partnered with a great company called Sellhound. And what they're going to do is they're going to list all your death files for you. They'll do the work for you. Oh, I love it when people do the work for me. How do I get in on that deal? Well, first off, they're going to let you try it. First two are free on the house. After that, man, they got simple plans. They're just going to make it easy. You take a few pictures, you send it over to them, and they do all the work. That sounds really too easy. And I've used it myself. It's awesome. D-Roy, what do our listeners have to do to take advantage of this? Just do Death Piles 25, Death Piles all capital letters at the end when you're signing up for your payment. And you'll save 25% off whatever plan you go with. That sounds awesome. Get on there, start listing, start selling so you can go out and buy some more stuff. time of the week, death piles and taxes here to help you make money and keep me out of trouble. I'm here to make sure that you all make the right decisions. I'm your moral conscience, D-Roy Everett. Adam is your tax guide that does your taxes for you, so that could be moral or not moral depending on how you're feeling, I guess. Yes. And uh, sell more and make more money and buy more and then sell more. That's That's the... That's the new slogan of the Death Piles and Taxes pirate ship. Buy more, sell more. Buy more, sell more. Buy more, sell more. Eat more shrimp. Eat more shrimps. Off, off the, uh, I'm liking the shrimp talk. Well, the problem is is, is uh, the way Doge has treated me today, it's going to be those dried shrimp I just sent it was, to the truck. It was a 420, and Adam was thinking he was going to the moon, but it turned out... Yeah, and we've had a text group going with a bunch of friends where we can talk about all the shrimps we're going to eat with all this money that everyone's just going to be buying shrimps. It turns out Adam's shrimps are the kind that you get at the gas station that have been sitting outside for about eight hours, yeah. and uh, that's that's what he's buying. So we're uh, not not necessarily looking forward to that, but it might bounce back by the time this is posted. You might be a millionaire. Who knows? You know, Elon's going to push something out. So yeah, it was, it's been a good day today. Uh, I was on with your buddy Griff. Are we talking about that on this podcast? I don't know. No, we'll talk about it the next... I'm just excited. You don't want to... Yeah, okay. We'll, we won't spoil it. We'll talk about it the next one. We don't want to ruin anything coming up. Yes. Yeah, sorry. Got, you know, I know how you are. Pull the trigger early. Pelican's uh, motto in life. Well, it's better to be early than late. Uh, depending on what you're talking about. Being punctual is never a bad thing. Okay. Well, Adam, you had stories galore, but let's get into uh, let's get into last week. We left him hanging with. We were going to visit a man about some cards. Okay, was that last week? That was last week. Believe it or not, we've done a lot in the week. Oh my goodness, that's that, okay. That is a whole other podcast. The other stuff. Uh, yeah, we. Are you sure it was last week? Guarantee it. Wow, man, that's that's a lot of time. Um, anyways, had this contact guy uh, said he had a lot of cards. 
So we went and checked out his lot of cards. Adam says, boys, get together. We're going to the Batcave. I got I got a hot scoop. And, you know, we've been buying up and, and selling cards. So uh, we got the Husky section assembled. Adam put up a, a hamburger light, kind of like the Batman, but it's a hamburger. And, uh, boy, we came flocking. We sure came together. We went up north and... Uh Stories galore, man. Stories galore. Let's uh, yeah, let's keep people anonymous just because they might not want us to say who they are and what they have. Yes. But Adam had a contact that uh, had more of the tax questions and wanted to know some implications for reselling, and he kind of got paired off with that man for for most of the night. Yeah. Everybody's got questions about reselling. I mean, <clears throat> there's always, what if I did this? What if I donated my inventory? You know, that's always one that kind of comes up and. I, I tell people, like, I'm sorry if you donate your inventory, it kind of is worth what it's worth. It, it's not much, because if it was worth money, you'd, you'd be selling it. Exactly. And, uh, I mean, you know, to some extent, things get donated, but it's not usually by resellers. No. It's, I mean, I guess if you if you have a pile that you just aren't going to get to, you can donate it, but that's because you're not going to go through it, because the profit's not yeah, there, like you're saying. And the only time you get a deduction is the same thing, I mean. Up to four hundred and you know five hundred dollars. So and it's itemized deduction. So you got to be having a gajillion dollars in mortgage interest and large capital or large charitable contributions. So it's not a lot of people. So you're you're talking to this guy, and uh, me and Painter kind of get split off with the uh, the the the. Uh, can we just call him Coach? We'll just call him. We'll coach. call him Coach. Coach is in the basement uh, man cave. No, we don't know these people. When we get there. No, we, we just met. The, the irony of the story is the guy that I was talking about, the tax stuff, he actually called me about four years ago to uh, potentially see if I wanted to do his tax stuff for his businesses, and it just wasn't the right fit. So I had actually spoken with him years before. Well, you, you spoke with him for what seemed like hours after. Oh, heavens. And uh, they had a kind of unique setup. They had what they thought was their money table. Yeah. And they had like their variety table that was, uh, was uh, scattered with... With real and fake cards. Yes. And then they had the... Reprint. Then they had the back... Uh, we don't call them fakes, we call them reprints. Yeah, that's what we call them, but they were fakes. And then they had the back uh, food storage uh, yes. preparation room. The uh, They kept calling it the garage, but there was no cars to be found in there. There were, there were just cars, not cards. And uh, when we got in there, there was boxes, there was a lot of merchandise. Other way around, I said that wrong. That's Okay. That's all right. No one cares. Okay. Everyone listening right now does not care. Uh, JCP would give me an Well, he knows. Everyone knows you did it, but no one cares. Okay. They're just like, oh, that's Adam being Adam. It's true. So so me and Painter got uh, branched off with Coach, and uh, whenever we'd look at something, we'd get a, we'd get a 15, 10 to 15-minute story on everything. So we went from not knowing this man to pretty much getting his whole life down to, to the fact that he once was... Uh, was up in the Great White North, where Jimmy Cheeky Pants and Waddy both have family members who they've turned on to our show. And I've had to apologize to our Alaska listeners, since we have them now. We love the people in the, the Last Frontier. And and something about it, he was, uh, you know, flown to this uh, remote isle of, of the uh, Great Pacific, or... The Klondike? The Klondike. Klondike Bill himself, I guess. And, uh, and here's the thing. I don't know if Coach was, was honest or not, but he had some good stories. He wasn't letting the truth get in the way of a good story, but neither do I. I was going to say So I, I don't know. Like, he, he, he believed it. And uh, I have no reason to doubt him, but some of this stuff was getting out there. And he was talking about how they made him some uh, ice cream out of uh, bear fat, bear lard, and uh, berries. And he just couldn't do that. <laughs> he, just, he just wasn't about to do that. 
And so he's had to survive off kipper snacks or something for a week. Or It just kind of got better. Then they were flying back and they had to throw salmon out the window because their plane was going down. It's just one of those little pontoon, uh, you know, type planes. And and uh, then, I, then, then we pick up another card. And, and boy, would we get another story. Came down to the fact, and I, I, I don't want to give away too much, but you know, there's a couple of us that just love the extraterrestrials. Oh, I know. You know, and two of us were in that room. So me and Mr. Painter have been to Area 51 with my father, which might come up in another podcast, might not. We've uh, been on the extraterrestrial highway. Adam grew up in, in Prump, Nevada. And so Coach said, now, now boys, you might uh, you might think I'm a little crazy on this story. Already do, too late. And I thought, well, now, okay, now you got my interest. I, You know, you were telling a lot of stories that oh, it, was, it was fine to hear. And uh, there's an army base in a small, <coughs> small small town in the West Desert of Utah. I'll just leave it at that. I, I really don't want to get this guy in trouble or have him mad at us because we might have to go revisit uh, some stuff and, you know, how things travel. Yes. Telephone, telegraph, tele, tele reseller. Tell a friend. And uh, word gets out. So he was telling us how his father used to work on this army base. This is back, you know, Coach was pretty old. Dugway. I specifically said I'm not going to say the name of this place oh, sorry. so that we don't get in trouble. But if Adam wants to say it, Adam can get in trouble. I'm good with that. Derek's not getting in trouble. Derek didn't say the word Dugway, Army Base. I didn't say that. So Coach, who may or may not be easily identified now, thanks to Adam Beasley of Adam Up Accounting, <laughs> on the Death Piles and Taxes podcast, was telling us about how they have a UFO out there. And... Uh, I believe him. And me and Painter, our eyes kind of got like kids at Christmas. And, and Painter said, <laughs> Painter, Painter said, no, we don't think you're crazy, Coach. you got a couple believers here. We're West Desert boys. We've seen things. couple and, believers. And uh, boy, did he tell us a story that I'll have to tell at some point, but we got way too much on this podcast. So a bonus <laughs> show down the road, I will tell you the full alien story, which is a good one. But... I- and on top of that, we bought a bunch of cards from them. <laughs> yeah, on top of that. <laughs> on top of that, we, we bought things to resell. Well, it was a good time had by all. We had to get out of there because it was getting late, and my uh, my son, who had school the next day, like we spent some time there with, with a coach. Oh, we developed the relationship. Yeah. Uh, he followed us out to the car. He did. And we were getting in your truck to drive away and uh, having to roll down windows. But yes. do you want to tell the Mike Painter... I think we should tell the story. We've got it. This is what I took away from the entire thing. And uh, we, we can let him come defend himself at some point. You know, he's he knows where we're at. He's always welcome. The third seat's always there for him. But yes. you tell your version of the story. So, you, you, you think you know a guy. You think you know a guy once you, you've been friends for years and years. And there's always, you know, straggling bits of pieces and evidences and truths that time to uh, stream their way out. And Coach was talking about different uh, schools, small-town schools, and uh, wrestling. He got talking about the wrestles. He, he wound up he wound up a guy on that. Apparently, Mike Painter still got some, uh, I don't know, pent-up frustration because he allegedly lost uh, the, the championship match. He took second place, uh, which, let's be honest, I mean, that's amazing, but uh, what are they, I think the term is uh, second place is the first loser. No fear. Uh, I, I was the shirt you were reselling. Yeah. I think you might have got your story a little mixed up. I'm going to let you roll with it because it sounds better for not only the story but for the people involved. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> when am I uh, going to let the truth get in the way of a good story? I, we don't do that around here. <laughs> that's right. Um, getting all pent up because uh, somehow Coach brought up something and, and Painter still had some uh, ill feeling towards the, towards the ref. 
apparently he feels like he won the match, but he really didn't. Not saying he didn't. I wasn't there, but, but I, I believe I was there. But I'm not. I'm. It was 20 years ago. He calls them like he sees them. Is what usually happens. You know, the re- that's how it goes. Um, the, the guy that he lost to did go on to have a career in the NFL. That is a true statement. That's where I was going next. Oh, okay, sorry. You, you're easy then. You're jumping the track. No, sorry. Easy. My story here. Yeah, uh, Mr. Painter lost in the championship round for Juab High School to one Mr. Jesse Boone, who played at the University of Utah, played football, and he also went to this little league called the NFL. I wonder if we can get a Jesse Boone card Sign saying, Mike Painter, you're second place in my book. And get it authenticated by PSA. That's a great Christmas idea. Yes, that, that's We a, might have to look into that. I, but that's a problem. It's, it's up, those lineman uh, sports cards are tough to come by. But they, now I want to look. I've got a Bart Oates card on the way to PSA right now. If you look on our... Uh... If you look on our YouTube page, we've, I've started to post what I'm opening, and then my dad wanted to get into the uh, act. So Everett Denny's opening a lot of cards, and no. and he's uh, he's commenting on what he's getting. But he he got Bart Oates' card the other day, and then thought, well, I'll just drive over to him and have him autograph it. <laughs> he knows where the guy lives <laughs> or something. Is, uh, if you go in the way way back machine, you can see the uh, Sunday stories with uh, Everett Denny and learn how to get you a nice uh, butterball. Uh, dipped in sprinkles, um, the the uh, poor man's lemonade. I mean, there's some good. There's there's, some good there's stuff. Some, this this is that same guy opening up opening cards and commenting on who he's getting, and uh, he better not go to any WWE events anytime soon because he has not been making friends. I'm sure he hasn't. Is this guy? He can't be any good. <laughs> <laughs> stuff like that. So back to the painter story. <laughs> well, now you got me th- thinking. He's just setting himself up so he can go on there and. You know, Shaq can come in and, and uh, you know, uppercut him and throw him down on the table. Maybe, like maybe we can get him a commissioner gig or something. I don't know. Him and him and uh, the, the the one guy, Paul Bear. You know, he, he pulled several Paul Bear cards. He was about sick of that guy. <laughs> well, going back to the story, we had a great time pulling cards. Uh, apparently, Painter is a second-place state champion. Well, well, the team is a champion. Well, let's go to the negotiation. Oh, well. The negotiation. Okay. The, the, the team part. So apparently, coach asked if he had a ring, and he says, "No, we're from Poland. We don't get rings." So well, this was, yeah, this was twenty years ago at a two A high school off a of dirt road. Basically, we, yes. well, they got a Coke can. That's true. They got a bottle of Coke. I, I've seen it, and they held on to them. So as as the night progressed, we all kind of got our cards, and um, I got my stack of stuff. I, you know, I I threw some. I didn't really know, and I was the first to go. And I guess I, you're welcome, boys. I took the took the hit for you. Um, I I ended up spending about about two hundred fifty dollars I think. Adam was the Priceline negotiator setting the bar. Yes, and I bought some um, Marvel cards, which I I think that Marvel set's going to well pay for itself. One of those cards pays for everything yes. that you had. So there. it was you know, but the other cards from DC card, it was just me trying to muddy up the water. I still think if you get some of those graded, the pop's going to be low enough that it's going to be like the wrestling cards yeah. for me. I, I you set your own price. I'm, I'm getting into music cards. I really enjoy some music. Had some really cool old music. And when I say old music, ACDC, Megadeth, uh, you know, there was some really good stuff in there that I really liked. Um, DC cards, the Marvel cards. So I went first. And I basically gave it out, and Coach kept wanting more, and I'm like, uh, I'll go this, and, and I basically went that. And then Derek went next. Then I was on deck, so I get up there, and I'm, 
You know, I, I didn't take, take a couple of things because Coach was throwing out some weird numbers. Oh, yeah, like yeah. Marilyn Monroe Carter with John Candy, if you have that in that pack, it's ten grand. I'm like, well, that's not true. Yes. That's not, there's no way that's true. And he's throwing out some other numbers. I'm like, okay, well, we'll see. So I didn't grab quite everything that I probably was interested in. And Painter, Painter went for those Skybox cards. I was like, oh, those are going to be a pretty penny. But I was kind of interested. So what I eyed up, and I don't even remember, was... Uh, Oh, it's been such a busy week. I got a couple minor league boxes right. of some minor league baseball double and triple A cards, which early nineties. Early nineties. I'm hoping maybe there's some Derek Jeters or something. I don't know whether to open them or just sell them. And then I got a box of those music cards that I was talking about, a sealed box. And I got a couple of these small. They look like playing card decks, but they were all star basketball back when the Utah. Uh, what was it, 1990? 92, I think, when they had the... When they had the All-Star Game here in Utah. Anyway, they had a special deck, and I, I got some of these cards previously in my Jerry Sloan um, lot. lot. So I knew what I was looking for, and I knew what they could go for. So I got a couple of those, and... And what did you send to spend? Um, I don't... Yeah, I think I spent $25 a box. So whatever that ended up to be. You, you, I think you spent 100 About that. So I went you from two fifty to a hundred, and, and then and I was pretty straight up. I said, "What are you looking for?" We kind of went back and forth a little bit. But I thought I'm not gonna. I might need to come back here, and we also. I mean, he was he was hoping that we were big fish that we'd come in and spend yeah. thousands on these things that weren't worth thousands. So yeah, we we didn't we didn't we, we weren't the big uh, the big spenders for the eighty six Fleer. So I said to, to make me feel better. I said, "Well, can I have a box?" So I made him go get me a box to put my loot in. Yeah, and then the. Uh, what are we going to call it? The penny pincher, the uh, the the chief negotiator. This is oh this is these should be proud. I want to go yard sale with my painter now. Oh my! Heck. I could learn some things. I thought I was the guy that was uh that was going to be the guy that worked him over. We get in there and he's got two sealed boxes of skybox. Two or three? It was two. It two. Was okay. Because I still remember that. Yeah. Oh, and I had a Michael Jordan. Um, it was yeah, like, it a, like a like a postcard. Or something. It was like a bigger sticker. Yeah. Yeah, so then Painter goes in and walks in and says, oh, here you go. And, man, that guy, like, he, uh, shrewdest negotiator I've ever been around. He, he's a businessman. <laughs> he's been trained in the arts. You know, he gets on and, and is telling coach, he's schmoozing them, telling, well, a year ago, these were $20. You know, just going, up. well, I've gotten two of these for this price. And thinking, oh, wow, wow, okay. So then, I mean, I thought realistically they'd go for 75 to 100 I thought he was... Thought it was going to be at least one fifty out the door, maybe two hundred. Well, I'd, I'd seen them over at Phil's for about fifty dollars, and they got snagged up pretty fast. And I yeah. knew, I knew the resale was anywhere from two to two fifty. So I kind of knew the range. So I left them alone because I thought Coach was going to ask three to five. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to be something uh, a crazy enough. off the off yeah, the charts. You thought it was going to be close to retail. So um, Painter <clears throat> finally got down and says, "All right, well, let's do fifty. And and I think Coach thought it was going to be fifty per box. <laughs> But it ended up being fifty dollars for both boxes. Well, well, Mike says okay, and he just throws fifty dollars, and uh, Coach just kind of staring there, and then he just kind of like, well, okay. <laughs> like he felt, so I felt bad, and I gave Coach an extra twenty dollars for dinner because I felt like Peter just did him over. And then, uh, then we get up to the car. Coach follows us the whole way, happy as can be. He just made it, you know. Yeah, we. Uh, he, he made, made it. He made a good, good bit of money, and we found a new source where we can go there. Follows us back to the car. We get in the car driving away, and you said, "What was that all about?" And Peter's like, "That was a fair deal." And you're like, "I think you just raked him over the coals. This is old old man retirement money that you just yeah. got there." And he's, "Oh no!" You got, and then he starts looking on his phone. By the time we get to the freeway, he's like, "Oh, 
Oh, maybe I owe him a little more money. <laughs> but, I mean... He's got to 10x that in a week and a half is my game. He probably already sold them. Oh, well, he's already he's opened them. the money had, on shrimps. I, I thought he would just sell them. If it was me, I would just sold the box, took the money oh, and Oh, that's right. He opened them up. He's opened them up, and he's got some good stuff out of there. So he's doing okay. I mean, that's that, that's the resale game, right? That's what we talk about. you got to figure out if you're an Adam, a Derek, or a Mike, I guess. And, yeah. and this story, uh, if you can sleep at night, I mean, you know, I be a Mike. If you, you can sleep well if your conscience is clean. I just, I'm up all night. I just know I need to go to yard sales with Mr. Painter, oh but I don't want to be competing. We're usually after the same thing. There's, yeah. there, that was a, that was a, man, we saw a clinic. Yes, we, we got, we, uh, we learned a lot that day. And maybe we'll be back, maybe we won't, but it was a good experience, a lot better than our meth head meetup previously. Well, yeah, for you, I mean, mine turned out okay on the meth head, but... So that was a good week. It was, it was a good week. You, you weren't in fear for your life the whole time. You're, no. just, you're just there for the show. I mean, I took pictures of the guy. I knew what he had his tattoos, and I took pictures of his driver's licenses. Yeah, if I was riddled like a uh, you know, piece of uh, Swiss cheese, that wasn't really going to matter. No, I mean, you're, you're, I mean, to me, you would have been fine. You could have took it. You'd have probably... Well, well I, I, I'm glad you think I could take the meth guy. That's, oh, that's, we're on a high note. Yeah, you're, you're, you're good there. So. All right, I'm feeling better about things. You should. Well, Adam, I think, is it break time? It is break time. What a, what a great first half. We'll come back with some uh, some hot tips in the second half. Ooh. Adam, my taxes are done. The season's over. I can just go on vacation and not have to see you again for another year. Well, yeah, because you're never going to have to file your taxes again unless it's another year away. Oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot about that They're part. never going away, so... Here at Adam Up Accounting, we're glad to help you during tax time. But if you're also a larger seller, if you uh, need to run payroll, if you really want some help running those uh, bookkeeping reports, because I know how good you are at that, uh, we're happy to help you. We have uh, really good affordable monthly plans on these uh, higher seller, um, you know, you're running it like a business, you've got some good amount of income, we'd be happy to take care of you so that your uh, accounting needs are taken care of. Well, I don't want to talk to you, though. I don't want to call up and just get some office off in, you know, New, New Brunswick or somewhere. <laughs> hey, we're here. You can message us on our website, shoot us uh, a message on social media. We'd be glad to help you out, kind of tell you what options we have so that you can be more organized and teach you and help you make more money and pay less to Uncle Sam. Well, what's your website and where do I find you on social media then, my friends? It's, everything's Adam Up Accounting. Uh, you can look us up there on our website. You can follow us, get some Wednesday wisdom. We try to give you some tips. You can also link through the uh, podcast, Death Files and Taxes. Get those taxes uh, taken care of so you have more time to make money elsewhere. Hey, guys. It's uh, D-Roy Everett and Adam Beasley from the Death Files and Taxes podcast that you're listening to right now. Your favorite account. I know. It's the greatest thing in the whole world. A lot of you have been asking what you can do to help the podcast out. And seriously, all we want is a review. Yeah. Hopefully it's a five-star review, but if not, be fair, uh, at least a four. <laughs> we know you're listening. Like I said, we see the numbers. We're all over the world. Like I said, it's just we see it. We appreciate everyone listening. Help us get a little higher up there. Help us uh, get more new Helps listeners. the algorithms. People can help find us out, and it really does help. So if you can go to Apple iTunes, that's where a lot of you are already listening, or, or wherever you're listening. Spotify. Apple's, you know, all of these different things. They're all out. Wherever you listen, give us a, you don't even have to write a review, just give us five stars. If you want to give us a review, that's cool too. We appreciate it and keep listening. Thanks for listening, guys.
Man, the break goes by fast when you're having fun, D-Roy. Well, when we're fruit merchants, we're busy, so... We are busy. Well, I'm, I'm opening up my mail over on, on uh, our YouTube channel. People want to see what I'm buying. You can see what I'm getting, why I'm getting it. I usually explain why I'm buying it. But uh, you got some different kind of mail here. Well, I've been getting good stuff. I, I went on like a six-month hiatus, and I didn't buy anything because I knew I had a lot of PSA stuff I had to sell. But I got back on a selling or a buying hitch. I'm starting to get some stuff rolling in. But you went on a bit of a, a fast. Yes, a high fast. Good way, intermittent fasting. Uh, but now I have gotten, I'm starting to get into tickets. Been really fun about that. Uh, today is Doge Day, 420. That, that's, uh, that's another kind of holiday. Oh, well, that's what I was thinking. If you would have been on the ball, the Doge coin car, like little Hot Wheels NASCAR, you probably didn't even think of this. Did I didn't know this existed. No. I, I know. I, I was deep diving last night. I'm like, man, everybody's wanting Doge stuff. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna make some money selling shovels to the shovel people who there. are looking for gold. Yeah. So there were these little cars. Sell them Levi's. One guy had one up for two hundred dollars. I offered him a hundred dollars, and he said no. So I said, well, that's more than I'm willing to pay for a little car. For a car. <clears throat> that was the cheapest. Like one. a Hot Wheels. Yes, Hot Wheels car. Okay. Because it said Doge on it. It was Dogecoin. In, it was an official... Yeah, in 2000, I think, 16, whatever year it was, 2014, there was an official NASCAR race, and Doge actually sponsored a car. So um, I'm like, well, that's a good idea. And I looked up the driver <laughs> and tried to find his card, but it didn't say Doge on it, so it wasn't a big deal. That car in the box right now is listed for four or $500. Well, it's too bad a guy didn't know this and... Uh Go and clear shelf. I know that's what I'm. Uh, I, I, I think about this. Well, I don't know if you've seen, but there was a Bitcoin uh, Allen and Ginther card. Yes, that was the other one I saw. It's and insane. Uh, it's insane, yeah. But I've been getting different kind of mail. Um, I, I'm not going to use this name in case of the lawsuit, but apparently this guy um, he, he he's been mailing me letters. I've never seen anything in from eBay. Um, I sold him the San Francisco 49ers jacket months and months and months ago. And I started getting letters. The first one basically said, hey, the jacket doesn't fit. It's a pullover. I don't like it. Please refund me my money. And I'm like, that's not how it works. That's not how you do it. There's a eBay messages and there's a return on eBay. If you yeah, want to go the proper route, that's the way to do it. That's not how it works. And I'm kind of interested. You know, I was like, and these are handwritten letters oh, they sent to you. Yes, these are handwritten letter. Um, you know, I purchased the San Francisco 49er jacket from you on this date um, via eBay. <clears throat> Unfortunately, this jacket does not fit me, even though it is an XL. <clears throat> also, I wanted a full zipper jacket, not just a pullover style, which is a pain to put on. Um, I'm returning the above 49ers jacket back to you for a $100 refund. Trust me, this jacket is not worth $100. Wow. Okay. Not for a pullover style. Let's stop right there for a minute. You put a thing up for sale. You had pictures of the thing up for sale. Yes. And uh, you put a price that this person paid. Correct. So he decided it was worth $100. He decided that it was the jacket that he wanted, and he made the purchase. Okay. Just, Correct. But now in this letter form, he's decided, no, that's not an electronic letter, not through eBay messages, but no. just a handwritten note that came to you in the mail. And and this goes to our P.O. box, because we don't ship out of our home, we ship out of a P.O. box. Which, you know... In Ormond. And in this case... This case, this was a smart smart decision. I mean, his name, his address, his phone number. I mean, everything on it. 
Well, I might have to give him a call. <laughs> so, yeah. Is, was that the end of letter? Sorry. Yeah, that's the end of letter number one. Okay. Glurt might have to give him a call. I might have to just call and say what's up with... Uh... Oh, we'll see. Go okay. ahead. So, letter number two comes, uh, what, three weeks later. Um, dear Sir, San Francisco 49ers Jacket XL, this jacket was returned to you. What now? Was it returned? Well, he mailed a box. I never opened it because it was never done through eBay. Like okay. There was nothing ever officially done through eBay. So he didn't open a return. He didn't go through the process. No. Okay. And and we had something, but I refused to get it. Like I was like, I'm not. I don't know what this. It guy could is. be a bomb from what we're done for and this he, stuff. Exactly. Okay. And it gets worse here. He says, yeah. Uh, this jacket was returned to you. When do you plan to refund one hundred dollars? I paid you for this jacket. Let's go. Chop chop. I want this refund now. Okay. Well. I have asked the U.S. Postal Service on Center Street in Orem uh, to supply me with your home address and phone number should I require legal action to secure my refund. Since you are conducting businesses, interstate business employing a federal property, uh, the federal government has jurisdiction here. I suggest you resolve this business now. Hope to hear from you soon. Sincerely. So loud, but at least he got nice. <laughs> there at the end. So yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's asking and, for the post. And, and this one's not a piece of lined paper. This one is a... It's got like family pictures on the back. It's okay. This, this guy might have a few uh, issues that he's dealing with here. Yeah, so here's... But again, he should. you shouldn't have to educate him on how to do a proper return. Apparently that's my MO, because I've got another story after this story. Okay, well let's... Uh, Let's get to it. So this is uh, the third letter. And these are about how long and far apart? That's March, February. So about each, each yeah, about month. three weeks, yeah. Okay. So about every three weeks, he's resending me a letter. This one's a little different. Um, <clears throat> when do you plan to return me my $100? The result of returning your San Francisco 49er jacket, which I did not like, I want that bleeping $100 now. Oh, we all. <laughs> Say, saying, you know... Yeah, it, it's a, that, we're not going to family show. We're not going to use the, the language there. The uh, um, Christmas story word that we don't use. The postmaster at the Mountain Shadow Post Office has been informed of your reluctance to refund my $100. I'm sure he's just... I've dealt with the post office myself, so I'm sure this is high priority. What, I mean, what, what is a postmaster going to do? Let's get this guy... Well, that's kind of like when I had... I had a similar thing where the guy was saying... You know, this is cross. You're you're sending this card across state lines, yeah. and it's a federal, you know, crime if you fraudulent whatever. People just get a little nutty. Take it up with eBay, not the post. There's a there's a very well established process, yeah. and yes. and uh, what's to say you do this and give him back his money? This some people are gonna say, well, I'm just giving back the money. Well, what if Adam does this? Then contacts eBay and says he didn't give me back my money. Yes. And then you have to send another hundred, so he's out two hundred or PayPal or whatever. So. There's a reason there's processes in place. I will place. tell you how I took care of it here in a minute. Um, as the letter continues, because now the post office guy is informed that I'm reluctant to give him his $100, his blanking $100. Yes. He said, you will be hearing from him, so if you don't want the six on your blank, you better mail me my said amount. Sincerely. Mr. Silver. See, when you showed me that originally, I took that as the threat part. I took that as, uh, yes. uh, that's a threat of physical violence, right? Absolutely. And uh, that's where I said, okay, me personally at that point, I'm, I'm getting the authorities involved and saying, hey, this guy's making threats. Uh, I don't 
necessarily want to, I, I don't want to be involved with this. Yes. Him or his blanking $100. Yes. So essentially what I did, because I went through all of my message, I'm like, this guy has never said anything on eBay. Like, how in the world am I going to know? So he's mailed back a box. I don't know what's in it. I'm assuming the jacket's in it. But Apparently, you got a blanking $100 jacket in there, Adam. Put it back up for sale and see what happens. Well, it's not worth it, and it's a pullover. So apparently, that's what's in it. I have not opened it up. I've done it on, on purpose. Um, I took all of these letters, scanned them in, and I reported it. I, I messaged uh, eBay. I replied to the seller, or to the, excuse me, to the buyer. I replied to him and to eBay in the same message. I reported the seller. Haven't heard a word from either one of them yet. Well, good thing is he can drive to that P.O. box that's nowhere near where you're at and not be able to find you. Yes. Um, I'm guessing the postal people haven't informed or talked to you because it's no. not anybody's business or problem. No. I mean, it's not like you're committing mail fraud or, or wire fraud or anything that is illegal. You sold an item, a guy didn't like it, and with resellers, we, we understand there's returns. You've took returns before. I've took plenty. There's a process to follow, and if you were to cave in and just send him the $100, you know, he could go a million different back ways and probably get you for an extra one to $200 on that. So, um... So you tell me. This has has, has eBay responded to you yet? No one has responded. Okay. So here's how I replied. And this is through this eBay is messages. Through the, the, e eBay the correct e channel to take, and he probably knows that. That's why he hasn't been communicating. Exactly. So, I think he's, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he didn't even send anything back in that box. I, I don't know. Or the jacket, and he's just trying to run, run sure. a scam here. Who knows? So I just said, uh, dear so-and-so, I'm responding to your letters you sent to me. Please review eBay policy. You cannot ask for a refund outside of this platform. If you had an issue with the jacket, you should have sent a message. I have attached the three letters of you demanding a refund. eBay, can you help this buyer understand he can't swear or threaten or demand that he knows my home address? I've also recently received a package, but I am not opening it. This buyer did not allow, did not follow any of the correct methods for a return. And yeah, well, you open that around, St. Bicha. Who knows? I have not done any of that. So that I think we should open that live on some sort of a streaming thing. I'll let you at, and Danny at, at, at a distance. I'll let you and Danny bring in the robot do on. I, do I get to keep whatever's inside in yes. case it is that, that, yes. that blank and ugly jacket that you're selling? That's right. I, I will do that. That pullover? Um, let me tell you my other eBay experience. Let's do it. Let's roll. This is this is just as good. I had a good week on um, educating other uh, buyers and sellers because apparently the rules just don't matter to some people. Well, some people are more important. We all know this. So I will let everybody in on a little tip. Uh, I've been buying tickets to a certain golf um, match. I think that's what they call it. A, a golf match? A, 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 a match. golf competition? There you go. Last week, Adam was alluding to it, and he decided that he was going to buy... Tickets. We've talked about buying tickets before, and Abs just found a uh, an event that happened that he thinks is worth investing in. So apparently, like I said, and, and they're pretty spendy stuff. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. There's there's a lot on here, and I spent some dollars that yeah, I, I spent some money. Um, so I it was on a bid or an auction. Sorry. Oh, I was going to see how that ended. Actually, I, I forgot. Okay. So I was on a couple different auctions. And that was for one specific item. It was one for specific item. One of them, um, that one, I did not win. That one ended up being really high. No, I did. And I spent a lot, I spent a lot of money on that one. And it being really high. I didn't win it. My wife's listening, but I really did. <laughs> it's coming home to Papa. So this is another one 
Same item, okay. but I got it for a lot less, like $100 less than the other one. But what happened is, is I won this item for $150. $153 is what the exact cost was. Okay. Um, the guy basically said, I'm relisting. I am certain I can get more for this item. Wow. Yes. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. No, I, that's not how that goes. If you thought you could get more for that item, you put it as a buy it now. You can't do an auction. Have it and and just decide. Well, that wasn't enough money. You should put up a reserve then. Uh, okay, you're you're well ahead, well ahead of me. And I says that's uh, that's it, a negative feedback coming straight to one guy. Because it canceled. Yeah, I'm like I paid for it. Then oh, it you can't you can't cancel. What do you put the reason for canceling? I, that's exactly why. Did he put buyer's request. No, I don't know what he put. He says so. Here's what I basically said. He, I says not sure what your message was. I want the item on auction and have paid you. You are shipping it, correct? It said relisted. And he basically said, uh, my message was that I relisted it and canceled the order. No. Yes, that's what the No, don't said. be. Okay, wait, listeners, don't be this guy. Yeah, don't be this guy. Don't be this guy. This is what gives people a bad reputation in the name of eBay. This is what's going to happen. Is So then I said, I won the item on auction. So now you're going to, you're not going to honor that sale because you think you can sell it higher? You should have set a minimum price. Are you aware this is against eBay policy? And he basically says, uh, I'm new to this. <laughs> the account for a while, uh, but never sold anything, so not sure how it works. It works, and you're going to lose your account if you pull this kind of uh, stuff. Yes, that's exactly. Was that the last communication? No, then I, I sent him another message and basically told him how he should uh, take care of it, how he should remedy it, and we'll see what, what he does. Um, I said, yeah, you can't just cancel an order just because you didn't get the money you thought it was. If you have... <laughs> if, <laughs> if that worked, I, just imagine. I know, just imagine. It sounds ridiculous, and it really is. So, uh, And then he says, if you, have, if, if you had a floor on that item, you need to set a minimum. Like, you need to say this is... Yeah, either sell. start it off at two hundred dollars or have a reserve price. Yeah. But every time you do that, you're going to get charged a fee. And I says I would restore my order so that it is done correctly and chalk it up to a learning curve. Yeah, um, if that doesn't come through, I, I uh, once again contact eBay on the uh, either the Twitter or the Facebook page, yeah. and uh, I mean I'd leave a negative feedback. I don't leave a lot of negative feedbacks. So I would definitely leave a negative feedback on that one. So and that if you're a new seller, you don't want to have those blemishes. Don't tell them on the account that you're going to do that because that's a uh, cause for yeah. that not being yeah, put out there. But it's, it's like threatening me with my life. Yeah, but no, you can't. I mean, you can't just sell a, an item and decide that. Oh, I thought I'd get more money for that, especially when you did an auction and, and expect that to happen. So. That's a uh, man. That's been an interesting week, Adam. Yeah, that was my week. Like it says, apparently it's my job to educate sellers and buyers on eBay that you can't do things against eBay policy, and there's a reason that you always message through eBay so that somebody can track them. In fact, I am going to send this directly to my buddy who works for eBay. That's how I'm going to resolve this. Well, speaking of that, we got a teaser for next week's episode. You won't want to miss it. Hot tips. Big, big league things happening. Adam's trying to Adam's trying to be in the big boys. The Death Piles and Taxes podcast. Apparently we are going uh, big big league, I think they say it. Uh, some guy said it. He's uh, out of a job right now, though. So, um, Oh, now they're honking ass. Adam, that time of the... Wow. They're really... Excited. They're really happy with that comment. 
the two things in life that are for certain D-Roy. They're death, piles, and taxes. Thank <music> you.